Welcome to Lead 360. I am your host, Anthony Waite, and join me as we discuss the principles and the practices to unlocking your full potential by becoming a person of influence and leading a life by example. Welcome to Lead 360. Anthony Waite here. You know, what would you say is the number one reason why most people won't achieve their goals? Why most leaders fail to cultivate trust in those that they lead and those that they love. I'll tell you this. It starts with discipline. And a lot of people today lead others without having the discipline to lead themselves. And I want you to understand that leading ourselves is the hardest thing that we're ever going to have to do. And until we're able to do that, we'll never trust ourselves and therefore we'll never cultivate trust with those that we lead. You see, discipline means that I give myself a command and I follow through with it. A lot of people give themselves a command or they say, I'm going to start doing this, or I know I should be doing this, that if I would do this, I would be a better version of myself. And if you think about it, leadership really is about helping other people become the best version of themselves by giving them a command, a challenge, and then empowering them to follow through with it. But how many people do you know give people a command, and then micromanage them. Meaning, I'm going to tell you what to do, and then I'm going to tell you how to do it. And the true essence of leadership is trust is the foundation. And if you can't trust yourself, you'll never trust those that you lead or those that you love. And conversely, you'll never cultivate the trust from those you lead and those you love. It's a two-way street. And so today what I want to talk about is this term discipline, because a lot of people ask me, like, how do you become disciplined in your approach to leadership, but also to yourself. Meaning, how do I become disciplined in doing the things that I know I should be doing, that if I would do them, it could change the trajectory of my life, but also the life of those that I lead and those that I love. And and discipline is something that has allowed me to go from homeless as a teenager to working at the White House to now leading thousands of people. And I was just in an interview the other day, and they asked me, what are the three or four things that you would say to somebody who's looking to get to where you are from where you were. And the first thing I said is discipline. You see, discipline means or stems from the word disciple, follower of truth. And for a long time, I the opinions of other people and what I was told and made to believe, I thought that was truth <laughs> until I became aware and created a vision for what I would like my life to look like. And what I did was I took that vision and I made that my truth. And although my circumstances at the time weren't conducive to what it was that I wanted to create, the longer that I held this vision of what I wanted, the more and more I took action towards a worthy cause. You see, a lot of people become victims of their circumstances simply because they lack the discipline, the discipleship to follow the truth of their vision and what they want to create. And what they do is they end up creating the life that they think other people want them to create, or they create somebody else's vision for them. And they walk around miserable all day saying, well, my job sucks. My life sucks. My work sucks. Everybody sucks. And really it's from a lack of discipline. And if we don't have discipline, the alternative is to become a victim of your circumstances. And so I want to give you three things today to help you cultivate the discipline that you need to create the life you want, but ultimately to achieve the goals that you're after. And more importantly, the growth that you're after. You see, what I've learned about goals is that I've used to set goals and reach them and hit them only to be still 
looking for the next thing. I'd get up on the top of the mountain, I'd conquer it, and I'd look over for the next bigger mountain to climb. And it becomes a repetitive process that becomes exhausting. And if that's you and you set goals and you achieve them and and, and, and you go to the next one and the next one and the next one, and you're climbing these mountains, but you're failing to take inventory and look around at the view around you and take it in and appreciate it, you get burned out really quick. And so when you're talking about discipline, it's the little habits, the little things that, that constantly do every single day that compound into the success that you're after. And remember, success is not a destination. Success is a journey. Just because you have the big house and you have the nice cars and the bank account doesn't make you successful. You see, I've been homeless with nothing and I've been able to provide a great life. And what I found in the, in the two, the difference in the two, nothing changed for me inside with the external changes. It had to be an internal shift that changed the way I look at things. And instead of asking myself, what can I get? What can I get? It started turning into what can I give? And that really was the driving force behind Lead 360. That was the driving force behind the program out in the community. That's the driving force behind my speaking engagements and you know showing up for my family and really creating the legacy that I had as a vision you know, 10 years ago. And so discipline is a powerful thing, but too many people talk loosely about it. And too many people use this word and throw it around as it's, uh, you know, some kind of uh, thing that's found in a book. I want you to understand this. Discipline is not found in a book. It's not found on a podcast. <laughs> Although you're listening to mine, it's found from within side of you. And discipline stems from the vision that you have. Your vision has to be powerful. Your why has to be powerful enough that it pulls you into action. Discipline is a great word, but until you put action behind it, it's really nothing. Now, I want to give you three things that are going to help you that have really helped me cultivate the discipline. And this is not an exhaustive list. It's just three things that can get you started. And I don't know where you're at right now, but I can guarantee you this, that anybody listening to this can use a little bit of discipline. No matter how high you go, no matter how far you go up, if you take inventory on where you're at right now, I guarantee you that you can use a little bit of discipline. So number one is you got to challenge your excuses. You see, when we set out on this journey to become better, to do better, to have better in our life, when we set out to start the new diet or start saving money or to start having better relationships in our life, what we do is we start making excuses on why, why it's not working. Or we take a little bit of action and we don't get the results we want and we want this instant gratification and when it doesn't come, we make excuses. Well, I can't go to the gym today because it's cold outside or it's raining. Uh, I, I can't go on date night with my wife because I didn't. I don't have the money. It just we have too many bills to pay. I'm too busy providing, and we come up with these excuses on why it won't work. You see, your your mind has a cunning way of telling you why things can't happen, and the reason for it is because there's no proof. You up until this point, you haven't done the things that you've needed to do because if you did, you'd have the results that you want. And we have to understand is is that when we try to figure out how we're going to do it instead of why we need to do it will fail every time because your how is unnecessary with getting started. I don't know how I'm going to change the world. I don't know how I'm going to be a better leader, but I know why. Because I got a, a family that needs me to be a better leader. I got a community community that needs me to be a better leader. I have people that are following me and they're looking to me for guidance. And if I don't become a better leader, I fail not only myself, but I fail them. And so that's what drives me to be disciplined every single day to get up at 4 a.m., to create content, to be able to share what I've learned on this journey of transformation with other people. Because 
the excuses will come. But if you have excuses, you will never have results. And so we have to challenge your excuses. So what excuses are you making today that are telling you why you can't go to the gym and start working out? You might not be able to run, but you can walk. You might not be able to bench press 250 pounds, but you can start at 95. And you have to understand it's the, it's the small steps that compound into the journey of a thousand steps. Consistency compounds. A lot of people don't get consistent because they get discouraged. And then the excuses set in. And when the excuses set in, they say, well, you know what? It's easier to just stop than it is to keep going. And I'll tell you this. I've quit a lot of things in my life. And the pain of finishing is a lot less than the pain of quitting because the regret will be painful. And, and I've seen this too, you know, as, a, as a, a nurse by trade, I see a lot of people and I've taken care of a lot of patients that were literally on their deathbed. And you can see the regret as they reflected on their life and how they didn't do the things that they know they should have done. Spent more time with the loved ones. They should have invested more time in those that they led. They should have been a better person showing up in the world, playing full out instead of half-assed. And it, it was a slap in the face for me because I asked them questions and I said, you know, if you had to do it all over again, what would, what would you do differently? And not one of them said, I would have done more for me. They said, I would have done more for other people. I would have played full out in life and I would have showed up for those that mattered the most. I would have prioritized my days so that I spent time with those that I loved. And it's interesting because I know a lot of people, especially in my life, that that's not their priority. They have excuses for why things aren't happening. They have excuses on why they can't instead of results or reasons why they can. And so if that's you and you're asking yourself, well, I can't or can I, start asking yourself, how can I and how can I start today with what I have right now? You see, it doesn't take a lot to make a big difference. And when you have excuses, they'll stop you from getting started. So number one is you got to challenge the excuses. Number two is you got to remove the reward until the job is done. You got to suspend the instant gratification. You know, it's easy to you know, go get likes on Facebook and go, you know, on Instagram and, and get the little hearts and say, I've done a good job or say, you know, I've done enough. And I want you to understand that if you get the reward before you get the job done, you're not going to finish the job. You see, I always tell people when you set goals, be careful of who you tell them to, because if people start patting you on the back and praising you, the chances are you won't finish because that dopamine spike of that attaboy, that pat on the back is going to stop you because you felt like you've accomplished something. And we have to suspend that gratification until the end. And you have to see it through. You have to follow through. That's why a lot of people post a highlight reel on Facebook because they want a confirmation that their life isn't as bad as they think it is. They'll put the highlight reel, they'll put the pictures up, and next thing you know, they're going through a divorce. They're putting down the, the, the iPhone, picking up the bottle and, and drinking. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to understand is that when we get the reward um, and we get the perks before the price, we're going to pay the price later. And every perk comes with the price, but a lot of people don't want to pay the price before getting the perks. And so I ask people this all the time, you can play now and pay later, or you can pay now to play later. And meaning, is it the short-term easy and the long-term difficult, or do you want the short-term difficult for the long-term easy? And what do I talking about? This is discipline. And if you're not suspending the requirements or suspending uh, the, the uh, reward until you meet the requirements, 
chances are you're never going to get the results that you're after. And so think about where have you been looking for the reward before you get the results? Where have you been looking for the reward before the job is done? That's why most companies, you know, they, they don't pay people up front. They give you half now and then half later. They pay half up front. And then when you finish the job, you get the other half. Imagine what would happen if I was to do a job for you or you were to get somebody to do a job and you paid them all the money up front. Chances are they're going to wait to the last minute if they get the job done at all. And it is probably going to be half-assed at best because they've already been paid. They got the money. <laughs> they got the perks and they have to pay the price. And so you have to understand that we have to remove the rewards until the job is done. Number three is you got to stay focused on the results. You know, one of the number one tell signs that you are not disciplined is that you have a lot of movement. One of my mentors says it's like an octopus with roller skates. There's a lot of movement, but no forward progress. And where in your life have you've had a lot of movement that you've been moving, doing all these things, but yet the results aren't showing the fruit that you're after. You have to constantly stay focused on the results and you have to constantly reflect on the moves that you're making. The top five moves to get to the end result. If you have more than that, it's too many. Three to five moves is what I tell my, my clients all the time. If you're getting to a goal or you're getting to a, a end result, what are the three to five moves that you need to make every single day? You see, discipline doesn't mean that you have a lot of great you know, uh, tactics and all these things going on. You need three to five and get really focused on them because that's where you find mastery. Whenever you're doing 20 different things and trying to find the best new way, it, there isn't the way, there's a way. And if you find a way, stay consistent with it because it builds discipline, but also gets you to the result. And if we're not focused on the results and what we're after, we can take action every single day for weeks, for months, for years, only to pop up and say, man, I'm in the wrong place and this is not where I need to be. And unfortunately, you've taken all that time to, to plow through it and, and, and work hard only to find that those weren't the right tactics to get to the end result. And so we have to stay focused on the results. At the end of the day, your results will determine the reason why you started. The results will tell you if what you're doing is the right thing. And if you, if you look at that and reverse engineer it, the results you have in your life are a result of the consistency that's compounded up until this point. And so if you're not where you want to be right now and you don't have the results that you want, I would backtrack and say, what have I been disciplined and not doing? <laughs> because discipline doesn't pick good or bad, right or wrong. You can be disciplined in watching Netflix every day and still get the results that you don't want. You can be disciplined in not going on date night with your wife or not investing your money. You can be disciplined in not going to the gym and the results that you have right now are a product of the process. And so if you think about it, look at the results that you do want and then reverse engineer the three to five steps that you need to do to get there. And if you can't take action on those, I would go back and look at my thinking and my beliefs around that result that I want. Do I really want it? And that goes back to the first uh, challenging your excuses. Ask yourself, why do I need to do this? Why do I need to make more money? Why do I need to start that business? Why do I need to get in shape? Why do I need to be a better communicator for those I lead and those I love? Why do I need to do that? And the more whys that you can stack on top of the result that you want, the more chances that you're going to achieve it. Because sometimes your will is not enough, right? My willpower, I'm going to just force my way through it. But you have to understand that sometimes your will is not enough. And so you need to have some why power, right? Remind yourself why you're doing this. Why do I need to be a better version of myself? Why do I need to be more disciplined in my approach in life? And if you need some help, think about those people that are on their deathbed. We'll all be there one day. 
And when you're there, what do you want people to say about you? When you're reflecting on your life, what are you going to use as a measuring tool to say that I was successful? And it's not going to be the money. It's not going to be the materialistic things. It's not going to be um, the superficial um, things that you have in your life. What's going to make the difference is, did you invest in the things that matter? Thank you for tuning in today. As always, if you found value in today's episode, please share it with those you lead and those you love. Also, don't forget to connect with me on social media. My Instagram is Anthony Waite Official, and on Facebook, we have a Lead 360 group where you can request access and stay up to date on the next leadership and development training happening every single month. Don't forget to be intentional and make an impact. Remember, live, learn, and lead.